Anything's possible, though, because, you know, Bitcoin is money, so, you know, money talk, man. Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast, powered by Cointelegraph. What began as a small experiment is now a rapidly expanding ecosystem. As citizens of the internet, we expect to be able to send money over the internet as quickly and cheaply as sending an email. As citizens of the internet, we demand transparency. Here, we talk about Bitcoin, Ethereum, blockchain industries, fintech, and more. But we're not experts. We're just three guys in the Bitcoin community. And adoption is the only thing that matters. Guys and gals, welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast, episode number 108. I'm your first host, Marcello. And I'm host number two, D. And I'm host number three, Corey. What's up? What up, Corey? <laughs> what up? What's up? We're back at it, guys. Back at it again. We're back back at it with uh, EscrowMyBits.com. Mm. All you got to do, we got a really good midweek episode for you. Uh, all you got to do is register and deposit your Bitcoin, and the seller ships the item, buyer checks the goods, and releases the funds. And they also offer a Bitcoin escrow exchange rate. So no matter where you are in the world, you can use this great service. They only charge a small flat escrow fee of 1% in all the transactions. And they even offer you the ability, the other party, come on, they thought of everything. So we want there to no longer be any excuses on why not to use escrow. Process, go to that website and make sure you sign up for that newsletter and stay up to date where you can escrow your shit with escrowmybiz.com. And then a service that we uh, all know and love. In fact, every time I boot up my computer, I get a little notification securely. Uh, VPN services are made to encrypt your connection and it provides you with an anonymous IP to protect your privacy. I mean, who doesn't want that? I'm talking about the great folks over at Private Internet Access and they provide VPN tunnel services. Uh, it's strong. And frankly, if you ask Corey, it's the best. In fact, Corey's been using it for years. Literally years. That's not even like exacerbated or like extended. I've literally been using it for years. I've tried other services. This is the one that I have the best speeds. It has the best options. Love it. Yeah. I am going to ask Corey. Corey, is it the best? It is the best. And this time, (laughs) if you go to the show notes, you'll actually see a link to our affiliate link. Click on that shit. Sign up. It's the best. It's like three dollars a month. I mean, who doesn't have three dollars a month? No. Oh, it's like oh yeah, three dollars a month. It's like it's like less than forty bucks a year. Yeah. Do you guys think that we we say it's in the show notes a lot, but we don't? Sometimes we don't always follow through. (laughs) No, we don't. There's a lot of times we'll say it's in the show notes, and there's just nothing in the show notes. Do you think we have that one fan out there that's like? They've said it's going to be in the show notes 70 times, and I look, <laughs> and it's never fucking there. He just keeps getting upset every single the, time. Like, oh, I thought they'd do it this time. The only reason hey, I listen to the show is to look at Huh? What? What's up? So don't, you know, don't get angry. Write into the show. Call me on my bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. For real. 
That's all of us. We always correct it. I always say it. It's gonna be in the show notes, and then we're like, <laughs> <laughs> we will not, we will not answer your email unless you in, include the words "act right." That's right. Uh, you gotta say "act right," otherwise act right, right. nothing gets re- nothing gets responded to. Y'all ain't acting right. <laughs> Who else are we well, sponsored by? Access acts right. Do you have any other right some out features the uh, the competition? How you like that shit? <laughs> PrivateInternetAccess.com. Go to it. <laughs> Is there anything last, else? Last but not least, well, we're brought to you by Athena Bitcoin, the most trusted name in Bitcoin ATMs, located in Fort Worth, Houston, Dallas. You know, we live in Texas, so this is exciting for us. Seven other U.S. cities. Also, download the theme of Bitcoin Wallet on the App Store or Google Play for specific locations. More information. Visit AthenaBitcoin.com. And we're also brought to you by Athena Bitcoin's portfolio company, Bitquick.co, which is quick. I'm not sure if it's secure. Yep, just checked. It's secure. Peer-to-peer <laughs> Bitcoin Marketplace. There's a lot of ATMs in Ohio from Athena. I just looked at that. A lot of ATMs in Ohio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we could have a ground crew. It's not just Texas. It's everywhere. Columbus, we Cincinnati, Dayton. No one goes to Dayton. Hey, Bitquick, if you're listening, you would mind putting Dayton. our stuff on those ATMs you got all over the place? Huh? The old <laughs> partnership action going? Hmm? Anywho. For all you, you natty listeners. What do we guys got brewing today? We're, we're just going to jump right in, right? Yeah, so this, uh, this interview is going to go, it's, it's going to be about Ether.camp and their recent hackathon, their Ethereum hackathon. They do a what they consider to be a virtual accelerator where teams compete for a series of weeks to make the best dap and come up with the best idea and sell it and then they vote on it and the winner gets 50k 50k dollars ultimately it's a lot of people working hard on making the ethereum community better and we wanted to talk to uh roman from camp to see like how he felt this past hackathon went a lot of controversy around it so if you could speak a little bit to that and um what he's trying to do in the future to make them better. So, D, you want to you lead us into it? Yeah. So, he... Well, hey, isn't it important to stress that he's like the CEO? Because we're like, we get CEOs. We do get bosses. Yeah, we only get true bosses. True so bosses. he is the CEO. Yep. And that's shout out to all you other CEOs out there. We're coming for you. Brian Armstrong, we're coming for you. Brian Armstrong. tweet again. Yeah, he ducks my tweets hard. Um, Everyone tweet him. I see it. You better. Yeah. Everyone who's listening and loves our show will tweet Brian Armstrong to come on our show. Because if he's a true boss, he come on a show that only gets true bosses. So, <laughs> uh, without further ado, here it is. All right, so... Today we have Roman from Ether.Camp on the show to talk about the recent hackathon and um, what's going on. And Roman, why don't you give us a little introduction on who you are about Ether.Camp, how you got into cryptocurrency in general. Yeah. Uh, so my start in, in cryptocurrency is actually from 2011 when I first discovered the Bitcoin. And uh, as being a developer for long years, uh, I did what every developer uh, should do, you know, just to check the technology and like just asking the question, how the hell it works? Is it for real? 
is it a scam is it uh, how how what's what's yeah. the what's the back end what what is there and uh, i told all my friends if this is the future i didn't buy a simple bitcoin it was like less than a dollar for a bitcoin i didn't buy anything i told everybody it's, it's the future but it will take 20 years and it took uh, you know as we know it took like three years and everybody was talking about bitcoin and it was an old news uh, cnn uh, any news any news channel was talking about bitcoin and then uh, everybody was asking what is the next step and this is how i got into ethereum because i got into the same conclusion that vitalik uh, got into that we need a new blockchain we need a new blockchain because we want to do much more operation than just the currency and bitcoin is great it is and it's still great and i still use it uh, we, we wanted to make something much more uh, rich in functionality this is how i jumped into ethereum and i joined uh, this great uh, development community and uh, started to develop my own version of ethereum my own implementation this is how java implementation of ethereum uh, started and today we have ethereum harmony which is a full functional client for ethereum actually together with parity and go so this is my start i i, I run it very briefly it's you know it's years that i can go into it and around this i, I started uh, ethercam and uh, later we came with this idea of a sort of social network for hackathons and uh, making business uh, combining ideas of social networks and smart contracts uh, i know it wasn't perfect this time and we were going to discuss it but the direction we're taking is obviously there because we are looking for the real uh, usage of smart contracts in in real uh, you know in real life of people because we we invested so much time and effort to you know make this infrastructure available but we still don't see uh, after the you know after the glamorous the crash of the dial we didn't see any other uh, great application that actually people can use and this is what we're trying to do we're trying to bring smart contracts into something real yeah, this is something that I that I kind of liked from the beginning when I heard about you guys and what you guys are trying to do. A lot of what Ethereum has done. Well, basic, first off, Ethereum is mostly a developer a developer technical oriented community, but a lot of the development that's been done has been very much platform based, and there's not a tremendous amount of work being done for actual businesses. I mean, there are there are businesses and DApps being built, but I'd say everyone's trying to build the platform, and Ether.camp and these virtual hackathons is incentivizing people to really put forth a lot of effort in a small amount of time to create a business model that's successful and is innovative in the field instead of these platform-centric things. And I, 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 I think you all have done a good job in, in, in trying to get awareness out there that these things are necessary and put people on computers working towards this with real incentivization to do so regardless of like your first iteration it's it's difficult as you as you can probably tell us about real soon it it's working towards something that's necessary and i i get what, what, what do you what how do you feel about that about what exactly you asked like a couple of questions yeah like in terms of the the space of do you feel successful in what Ether.camp it has done so far? so far? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, it, it's very mixed. It's very mixed. So I'm trying to see the positive. 
but it, it's very mixed feeling because we, we obviously didn't achieve the perfect match and we didn't achieve all the perfect uh, features. Uh, but we did uh, execute a very nice uh, event involving, uh, you know, starting startups. Some of them really started only around uh, our hackathon and, and going on from here, got a lot of exposure. Some also have been able to fund, uh, to fund, find some funding uh, through our platform and find some supporters through our platform. So it's still not on the, you know, on the, Facebook scale, but it's uh, it, it, we have something to continue with, you know. We just we, we have a lot of people that know about us. Uh, we have a great community that we can explain them about the next version and ask them feedback their feedback. Uh, I think in in these terms, if you're watching, we, we did a lot, we achieved a lot, and we achieved very good uh, step to the to the next version. A very nice jump uh, to the next option, jump option to the next version. This is what we're going to do uh, starting like after the uh, after the holidays we are going to jump into this we already started to collect feedback from people and ideas how it can be done better uh, but this is the time we, we're taking very seriously all the feedback all the discussions uh, we're planning to incentivize it to actually uh, put some uh, funds on people who are going to be active in building ideas mm -hmm. and bringing feedback uh, we think these people should be rewarded uh, for their work and, and we, we, we do feel that we have something and we didn't we didn't put all the pieces in the right uh, places you know? and obviously and most of some of the critics was right and uh, it's not because we are bad people because we just didn't want to change stuff during the competition it was a competition and it's very tough to say people okay we are going to change the rules now yeah you can't I, do that you could not do this right so we just need to put the same pieces into the right, you know, the right places, right? It's kind of tricky, but we will figure it out. We have oh, it's great it's a very tricky developers. thing. It's, it's, yeah, and yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about I guess, some of the, I guess, compl like complaints that happened. I, I know that there has been talks. Like, if you look online, there's a lot of people that just love to use the word fraud or fraudulence or you know, bad voting, things like that. Now, for one thing, I think all of the Ethereum can, can agree on or at least the, the cryptocurrency community in general, governance is a very hard thing. And how you vote in a fair way, tailored to what you're doing, is a very hard problem. Look at the DAO. That's one of the main reasons why it was going to fail if it hadn't have been hacked. And a lot of the issues with Bitcoin and its moving is how things are voted on and changed. And votes are very difficult and people are very difficult. There's a, there's a very famous saying that technology is easy, people are hard. And <laughs> and you see that, but like, can you speak to a lot of the claims of fraudulence in the recent um, hackathon? Or like, or tell us what happened and and why their claims are ill-founded. Yeah. So uh, to have a real voting system, you re you need a real identity. You need a strong identity, and yet it's not enough. You know. It's not enough because uh, what what projects are doing, they're just walking uh, into crowd spaces, crowd, you know, just places with, with people, and asking them to vote for them. It's mm -hmm. like you know, they say it's for free. They just help us, please click here and there, and and then you have some votes, and uh, it's not uh, attached to the value they actually bring. It's not attached to the community they actually 
expose their project. So this is one of the things we are going to to uh, uh, we are going to find way to fix. Uh, second is was uh, was something that we actually uh, been able to uh, catch during the event. It was that people was buying votes on on uh, websites on on popular website to buy uh, it's called micro workers then you can go and buy just mechanical turks from yeah, yeah, yeah mechanical turks you can buy buy people from bangladesh to vote for you yeah. and uh, this is something that we actually got to catch and uh, we we the we, we eliminated these votes we didn't count them and by the way who did this it's not the project themselves we kind of uh, we almost can prove it uh, because they, it, it was very clear, and the project wouldn't be interested to do this. So we did catch this, and we did uh, reduce the votes uh, working with the project. Uh, and it was very clear that this is the attack, you know, because if you don't have any traffic, and then suddenly you have 80 people on your website, most of them from Bangladesh, all of them voting for some project, you can count these votes and just deduct them, right? So it's something, but but we still need better protection from these two uh, attacks, and it's doable. It's doable. We just didn't want to jump uh, directly into some, uh, you know, uh, one of the ideas to solve it is just to ask people to have some funds in their account during the voting. But then you kind of incentivize people with a lot of funds to, you know, to to make the system into into their direction. So it's also uh, not uh, the solution is not that easy, but we have some ideas. We do have some ideas, and uh, uh, together with the community, we are going to solve it. I, I I don't know if you remember, but before Facebook and before Mark Zuckerberg, it was uh, uh, the perception was that it's never going to happen that people are going to share their real identity on the internet. Like, why should I do it, right? Yeah. It's better to be anonymous. It's better to be anonymous. I can, you know, I can scream on people, I can swear on people, I can, you know, go to the porn sites. Like, why why to share my identity? <laughs> and then suddenly this genius he built the social network and uh, and people eventually found the value in sharing their real identity right this is why we try to uh, co connect somehow crypto to the facebook but uh, so it, it was like the perception changed and we will find a way to 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 help people to share their identity on the level that they can uh, share it and uh, then the voting will be real because it will be Attached to to real people to real identity, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's still a big, big, big issue in crypto. But uh, it, it's a challenge. This is the challenge. And we, we love the challenge. If you if you ask me, we really enjoy to to trying to solve this problem. I think the biggest problem that I've heard is um, the actual length of a hackathon. Some people believe that the normal time frame of a normal hackathon doesn't provide enough time to substantially build some uh, substance. Do you agree with that? Do you wish maybe hackathons last an extra day or, or two? Do, do you know how, how long was our hackathon? I'm just going based on like DevCon type lengths. I, I don't really know that if all hackathons are treated the same. Yeah, so I have a lot of experience in hackathon. I really enjoy to participate and organize like physical hackathons. And I completely agree with what you say that the small hackathons of the weekend really don't have time to build real, something real serious, you know. Something that looks like something, you know. Uh, this is why our hackathon uh, took five weeks. This was the length of the hackathon because from the beginning we decided that we want people to build something real. This is why we have all this uh, source code uh, repository uh, trackers 
that showed the progress and they showed the prototype that people published. So this is the biggest uh, uh, challenge and this is the biggest achievement to see actually people uh, build something and publish something. So five weeks, I think it's enough time if you focus. This is why we put also a big reward, like $50,000 of reward for the first, uh, for the first place. Uh, because we did want people to actually invest time during this month and, and a little bit more than month and, and build something. And uh, this time should be enough for two or three people to go together and deliver something. I completely agree. For in terms of just getting something off the ground and started, five weeks is plenty of time to get that done. If you have yes. if you have a good team and you have a good idea, which you should if you're entering into a hackathon. Um, and and by the way, if I can if I can add to this, if you remember what is uh, what is Y Combinator? It's exactly this. They bring people for uh, uh, some number of weeks to be focused on building something, to show it to judges, and then to try to raise money, right? So this is why we started to call it a virtual accelerator because we say, okay, we bring people who have to build something from their house and during these five weeks and try to get money to continue with this. Exactly the same structure, but virtually and using crypto stuff. So more interesting. Mm -hmm. So from these hackathons, have you seen like what are your favorite? What are your top three ideas? <laughs> yeah, top uh, three. well. Yeah, it, it's hard. Uh, it's hard to you know. Um, know. Oh, hard to pick now. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly can say that first 10, 10 projects are, are really something. Are Top real? Are, are yeah? Are, are real? Uh, no, really, really interesting. Um, if you, if if I should uh, let let me try to pick three. So I, I really like the winner. The first place really really worth it. Point dash, they doing uh, you know portfolios when you follow. Uh, do do your uh, you know do your investment according to some professionals. You mm -hmm. have uh, yeah, uh, you have Italysk. Italysk doing very interesting stuff of uh, insurance uh, uh, insurance of flights, flight delays, or uh, flight tickets. They have very interesting business model uh, using smart contracts. Uh, project token is very interesting. It's, I, I, they do uh, Internet of Things for uh, devices for uh, smart cities. Uh, mm. I, I'm going briefly, but you you can go and see details. They have very nice presentations and prototypes to actually start. And, yeah, can, and, uh, if you go to Ether dot like the the, the website uh, Ether camp, you can see a lot of the. Um, all of the projects and their presentations associated with what they did for the whole hackathon since you just finished and announced the winner. And I actually really enjoyed CoinDash and what they built because we do a little bit of like just fun trading ourselves within our, our Slack and our, my small community. And having a platform like that to track your assets is really nice. I built small dashboards for myself and for the people who do stuff with us just to kind of keep track of certain things that we like. And having a a social community platform of keeping track of your investments is, or like, I, I would use that. I'm, I plan to try and use that if once I, once I, do enough research and gain the trust that I need to use their platform. Yeah, yeah, it looks promising. I, I really like the idea, and they have very, very experienced team to actually build this. A very ambitious team. So I think the first, uh, we, we we have no complaints about the first place. Uh, it's also a lot of judges we had, you know, because uh, 
judges are identified. So we we had uh, like 20 judges voting mm -hmm. for different projects, and they got a lot of uh, sympathy from from judges. Actually, some objectively trying to fit project, and uh, it's it's also a good sign. And uh, their ICO is open, so the the platform now is open for crowdfunding. Because each pro each project now you can send them either and it's going to be part of their funding and you're going to get their tokens from it so uh, these projects are still looking for funds and uh, i believe the participants are going to be rewarded also are you a judge yeah i, I put myself to be judge also what do you look for ah what i look for judge and yeah. I, I look for unique ideas and good and good execution like the balance between two Uniqueness and execution. Yeah, uniqueness and good. Uh, uh, because we're talking about prototypes, so you need a prototype that basically not covers all the features, but kind of delivers your your vision. So mm -hmm. if 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 the idea is not quite unique, but the prototype is very cool, it also can play good. Uh, so by the way, you can go and see what judges are voted. The vote is also being delivered on the blockchain, so it's all uh, stated in stone now and. Basically, we are going to keep this website, no matter what's going to be the next stages of the, you know, mm. season two or season three. We're going to keep this website forever, hopefully, to everybody to see our development, our, uh, uh, you know, our evolution. This is how we can go and see our season one. I, I, I think you don't know that we had a season one a year ago. Mm -hmm. It was three days. It was more simple platform, but it, it burned. And you mm. can compare between the first version and the second, and uh, we went the third one now. That 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 transparency allows you to build trust and, and, and uh, kind of reputation amongst yeah. the community for people to come and, and bring your projects to you. And what you said about what you look for—that's kind of been the overarching theme of most, if not all, of the people we talk to who invest in startups—is like it's not good enough to have a good enough to have a good idea in this community. You need to have a team of people that are capable of building that idea and working through all the problems. I have plenty of good ideas. I'm not doing any of them. Uh, so like they're not worth any money yeah so many good ideas yeah d's yeah. got uh, d's got tons of good ideas <laughs> I, I think of like 35 good ideas on a daily basis uh, maybe, maybe not so good but maybe our ideas aren't they're, good, but... they're good to me just for you keep them don't tell them it, it only takes one right i've been reading a lot of books on that it just takes one yeah. One idea. But the point is that the trust is very important and, and execution is... This is why this hackathon... Uh, like think about the crypto space in general. We have ICOs to, today. You have each day you have a couple of new ICOs. And how the hell you know which are uh, real stuff and which are just, you know, trying to take your money and go to Jamaica to, to have some, you know, to mm. have some sun and beach, you know. So uh, this is the thing. You need to see people building something before giving the money. Well, it's important because because we try to do our our crowdfunding the same way because we wanted to show people that we, we are capable to do something and we also ask the money for continuing doing this. You know? Something mm -hmm. that I feel that is is a, is a bit of at least leverage on your sake um, is that you've built a good platform for helping people do hackathons. Like the, I would say the either the Ether Studio, Ether Camp Studio or Live Studio. Ethereum, Ethereum Studio. Yeah, sorry, the Ethereum, Ethereum Studio, Studio that you've built is is wonderful. 
I, I use it a lot for when I'm doing, when I'm developing applications and it's grown quite a bit over the past year first since its inception. And it's like, you've, you've given people tools to do the hackathons in a really good way. And if, if this whole thing was, um, vaporware, you wouldn't have that type of stuff. And this stuff works really well. It's a really good environment for just playing around, building smart contracts and solidity, and you've kept it up to date. It's not something you built and let it sit for a long time. It gives you a lot of credibility in terms of what you're trying to do and what you're trying to what you're trying to allow the community to do. And it shows that although you may experience growing pains, you're trying to grow and not trying to take advantage of the community. At least that's the way I see it. Yeah, we invested a lot of our own money to build this stuff. And uh, we, we got the respect for, from fun, 500 baker uh, bakers, you know, 500 people. Uh, even, um, you know, the biggest crowd sales, they maybe got more money than we got. But 500 bakers is very, very uh, big number of people actually giving you money. Uh, comparing to all uh, famous ICOs that, you know. Mm-hmm. If you check their their start, and this was very important for us because we did want it to go. Also, because crowdfunding is not just way to get money; it's also way to get uh, fans watching you, you know, to grow your community. So, 500 people that watching you is, is kind of great achievement also for us. And and this is all because people kind of trust us out of what we've done in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's interesting how. Nowadays, when it comes to these hackathons and these startups, it seems that there's been a transition. And I think we we tweeted about this just the other day. It was like, no one really cares about your alpha progressions or your beta progressions. Just release your product. We want to see your final product. And then I started thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, it's not like people really tracked Coca-Cola when they were trying to come up with their special formula. They just made a really good product. And they released it. And now we have Coca-Cola where everyone on the planet knows what a Coca-Cola looks like. You know, it's just a good product. And so I'm thinking, what is the point to having like people hype up a community around their product that they haven't even really released? How does that help with building crypto, the crypto community as a whole? If all we're ever doing is hyping up these things that never get released. Let me tell you. It has to do with the with the change in way people are funded. We have this decentralized funding model of um, like it's basically a, a decentralized Kickstarter with how you are able to finance your product. And in order mm-hmm. to get money to build that, you need to give them an idea or an ICO or something like that. And that's what people are really trying to do now, which wasn't available in the past. In the past you didn't have an option on how you build a business. You had to go through traditional ways of financing that business. Now, if you can sell someone on an idea or sell a lot of people on an idea to give you a little bit of money, you can make, you can make a larger amount of money to then build that product and then build the trust along the way. Now, that allows for a lot of scamming people or incompetent people to do the same thing and not build good products. But it also allows for the small guy, the little guy, to come up with an idea, raise money for it from his community, and then build that from the, for the people. So you've generalized the way you can make money, which means, once again, when you generalize something, you get the shitty parts and the bad parts of that generalization. And that's what you're seeing with this. Like, there's a lot yeah. of Kickstarters that don't get funded because they are shitty ideas, but they got a little bit of money because someone's like, I like that idea, I'll give them 20 bucks. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and by the way, by the way, there is the opposite. You know, there is a lot of great startups in Russia, Ukraine, uh, uh, that they just don't know how to go to Silicon Valley and, and look for the money. No, and why we still need to go to San Francisco to look for VC uh, money uh, if you have the internet? Why not just to present your idea if you have a great idea? Why to put a presentation and go, go explain to people how it works? Mm-hmm. No going from door to door. Uh, so we're really trying to take advantage of this crypto world that, you know, liberate the money completely, liberating the money and liberating the startup the same way. Right? Because it's not... It's, it's not an open system. If you are not in San Francisco and not in Silicon Valley, uh, let's say 10 years ago, you, you, your chance to make your startup is not big, even if you have a great team, right? because you're going to run out of money. And uh, today, I don't know the chances, because today started to be uh, also in Europe and New York, you have more uh, stuff, but still, it's not all the world. And here, you totally don't need you know, to leave your house. You can make everything from your house. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank well, you. Uh, let's. Uh, is there any questions that we should have asked you that we didn't? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Go on, please. We have time. No. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to you want to talk about in particular? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, feedback. Feedback. Uh, we we are really looking for feedback and ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of people told us stuff during the competition, and, and we kind of tried to filter this because you don't change in stuff during the run. But we're really looking for these people to kind of open this conversation again. And we do believe that this platform can be great. Uh, we do want to make it something real. Uh, I, I think crypto world, the crypto space needs something uh, more exciting than just speculating on price of. Uh, cryptocurrency, which is also good. I'm not against speculation. Looks like it's all getting down to this, and we're looking for uh, something more than this, you know. Uh, and this is what I want to invite people to talk about. That's a Where great point, you... actually. Sorry, I was just going to say it's a great point that if you were able to introduce people to crypto, to Bitcoin, and there was more to talk about than just the price. Um, to us, there's more to talk about, but there's nothing really super substantial to talk about to people that would nevertheless not care about crypto than the price. And it'd be good to have something else. That's why we do the show. Yeah, that's true. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, hopefully next time you're going to do a show, <laughs> show about me, you're going to have more exciting stuff to talk about. Oh yeah, where where, uh, where would you like people to go to give you that feedback? What's your what's your what's your favorite yeah. route for people to come and, and talk to you? Oh, everybody who who put on the browser ether.cam, they get auto invite box to our Slack. It's the best way to have real communication with us. Just ether.cam, uh, and we have also forum.ether.cam. It's also very active uh, for any a more a more forum type of communication. Uh, we're trying to open this for more than Ethereum. It's one of the conclusions we had and one of the feedback we already got. Uh, we want people to try to put uh, business models on our platform from different cryptocurrency. For example, Next, it's kind of a less active platform now, but they also have a, a, a smart contracts model. So why not to deploy smart contracts from this platform? 
And uh, we don't have anything against ETC, so ETC projects, if they can join and deploy smart contracts on their platform, uh, we are kind of okay with this completely, it's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm not against this dichotomy, like uh, all you ETH guy, all you ETC guy, I'm not there, and I'm trying to take uh, the best from all platforms. Uh, so this is what we're trying to do, we're trying to open this, so, you know, if you want to raise money just in Bitcoin, it's also fine. Um, identity, it's going to be around identity. We really want to build the crypto identity in, in life uh, systems. It's an important project that I think a lot of people are working on. And the way that you use it will change as these, these projects that are being worked on develop more and more and more. And I think will like facilitate you being able to work better. Um, we do have one more question for you that we ask everyone. Can you explain blockchain in 10 words or less? Well, I, I kind of want, before I try to answer this question, I, I wanted to start this in the beginning because uh, try to explain uh, Bitcoin to your grandma and then try to explain smart contract to your grandma, right? <laughs> it's an impossible Bitcoin task. Is, yeah, Bitcoin is kind of possible, right? You, you need a lot of words to do this. Uh, smart contracts is really heavy stuff. And talking about blockchain, for me, blockchain it's, it's different stuff because Bitcoin blockchain is very different from uh, Ethereum blockchain. But if you limit me to ten words, I and or or if you limit me to small amount, you know, number of words, I will say it's a complete freedom of of uh, controlling your value or your asset, something you own, right? Yeah, your property. Okay, complete uh, complete freedom of controlling your uh, value property. Okay? That's, a, that's that's nailed it. That's what we're looking words. for. That's seven and, words. And we really enjoy like I we I I try to say this as much as we can to explain why we ask that question is that forcing people to go into their highest abstraction of what they're doing and what this all means is valuable because a lot that's such a broad space and people are coming to the space from various fields. And yeah. getting an idea of where they're coming from or why they're here is important to us. And we think it's important for the community to know as well. Yeah, because then, then you can kind of explain why it's unique, why, why you do something that you cannot do with the you know, database or just a website. Yeah. Right? The thing. Yeah, and you, you, should, you should do one, one nice clip of everybody doing this. We're working uh, on that. Most, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not original here. Okay. It's one of our ideas. It's one of our ideas. <laughs> yeah, it should be nice. It should be cool. All right, Robin. Uh, well, uh, thanks for stopping by the show. We appreciate you talking yeah, to us. Thank you, clear, sir. Clearing a few things okay, up. Okay, cool, guys. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your holidays, guys. You too. Awesome. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year.